Today's stop is the second, but second to the last stop in Subas. Tomorrow make a siyum. We learn for a four shlema for Loza ben Ra'uma. We started the story yesterday at the last couple lines on Kuf Yud Amibay. Famous question is your mitzvah to make Aliyah or not? Clearly, the Gemara seemed to indicate that you're supposed to go up to Eretz Yisrael if you have the ability to. Rav Zera had a Rebbe, Rav Yudah, who discouraged him, like some Hasidim hold today. Rav Zera, Rav Yudah, he was avoiding Rav Yudah, because Rav Zera eventually did come up to Israel, but he wanted to come to Israel, but Rav Yudah discouraged him. Rav Yudah, whoever goes from Babel to Israel, over B.S. he's over in Asay, he's over in Amitzvah, Asay Shinemar, at the top of Kuf Yudah now. Babel Yudah, the Pasuk says, you should come to, uh, to um, you vote, they will they will be brought to Bavel. and there they shall be. I until that I remember them. Numashem. So if you have said, uh, once you're in Golis, you're not supposed to come up until God redeems you once you're in Bavel. Rav Zera interpreted it differently. The Pasuk there was speaking about the Kalim and the base Amigdash. Those Klisharis were going to be brought, were going to be exiled to Bavel, and they wouldn't be brought back until God determined that the base Amigdash will be rebuilt, etc. We're not speaking about people, we're speaking about the Kleshars. Rav Yudik Sifrachin, another Pasuk says, This Pasuk and Shir Shiram, you'll notice it says three times, you know, that, that Lashna Vishbati Yeshem Benos Yushalayim, that I, um, I uh, you know, caused you, I, I bound you under oath, Benos uh, Yushalayim, what did he bind him with? Bitzvah Sabal Zasada, by the, by the uh, gazelles and the deers of the field, what did he bind them with? We'll see. But he said, he, I, I, God bound, Rabbi Yudah says, God bound them to this rule of not uh, not coming back to Eretz Yisrael until God decides it, until God uh, shows them that they're supposed to come back. Rabbi Zerah, Rabbi Zerah says, Ahu shalayahu, They shouldn't come out in force, meaning they shouldn't fight their way into Israel. Uh, that's what he's saying. They should. They can come up to Israel. They can move back to Israel. But that pasuk was saying that you shouldn't come up in force. Don't fight. Rav Yudah says, okay, maybe that's what. That's one shot in in Shlai Yisrael. They shouldn't come up in force and just fight their way in. But there's another pasuk. There's another shbati. If you look at carefully in the pesukim, it says in Shir Shirim that same lashon. Says three times shbati aschem in Perak Bay's pasuk Zion. All this in Shir Shirim. All three places it says See, the first one was mentioned in Shershim Bays. The first one was Bays, the second one was in Perak Gimel, the third one was in Perak Hay. So it says there, I got another Pasik telling you that you shouldn't come up. says, No, that's necessary. The three times that I just mentioned, it says Shershim Lama. They shouldn't come up in force. Shouldn't rebel against the nations of the world that are hosting you when you were in Gauls. Don't rebel against them. God, God uh, bound the Goyim uh, with, with an oath. He shouldn't oppress the Jews too much while they're in Gauls. So that's how Rabbi Yudah darshan it. Rabbi Yudah uh, so, so uh, not not rather not not um, not <clears throat> not Rav Yudah, but rather Rav Zera. Rav Zera said, "What are these?" Uh, Rav Yudah kept saying, "Hishbati Hashem," telling you're not supposed to go up to Israel. So Rav Zera said, "No, no, no. The three the, the three times that it says it are to indicate you shouldn't fight your way in. You shouldn't rebel against the goyim. And the third one is that God made the goyim swear that they will not 
oppress the Jews more, uh, more than necessary. Obviously, they are subservient to the to the Goyim when they, when we are hosted by them, but they shouldn't oppress them. Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah says no, even though it says these three, and I agree with that, but it says, if you awaken or if you stir up, meaning each shvua had three, had double shvuas with it. It's like a double shvua. Each shvati is double siv. So therefore, the extra the extra shvuas are that you shouldn't go back to Israel at all. Rav Zera, Rav Zera says, no, we need all six. It says Ishbati three times, and it says Imtairim Tauru, that doubles it, so there are six. Rav Zera, we like Rav Levi. Dama, Rav Levi says, Sheish Shvuas Halo, these six. Again, the three we mentioned before. Why are there six? Lama. Frasahan and Dama, the three that we said before. Hey, again, that you shouldn't go up in force, you shouldn't rebel against the Gaim, and the Gaim shouldn't oppress you. Enoch, the other three, Shlaigalosakates, shouldn't reveal the end of times, what's going to happen. Some say, some say, you know, that the Nevi'im should not reveal what's going to happen at the end where redemption will be. They shouldn't postpone the end by sinning more, according to one Pshat Rashi, another Pshat Rashi, and they shouldn't uh, cry too much uh, on the fact that the uh, redemption is not taking place yet. Don't push it too much. That's if, that's if you have the Gears of Shalayitchaku, means don't, don't keep it farther away by sinning more. And the third one is that you shouldn't reveal the, the secret. What secret are you speaking about? So again, Rashi has two Pshatim. One is the Soda Eber intercalation, and one, they, they shouldn't reveal how the, how the uh, months and the years are intercalated, but rather, uh, that's one. Another Pshat is the Soda of the Tamei Mikra. It shouldn't reveal the secrets of the Torah to the Goyim. Uh, don't reveal it to them. So that's what the six uh, oaths are for. The three we mentioned before, then also they shouldn't reveal the end of times so and don't push it off, and they shouldn't uh, be megaloso. Bitsfosalosa, what is that lotion of I, I make you swear, I bind you uh, by the de- by the gazelles and the deers of the field? If you if you fulfill this shvua that I'm causing you to swear, and it's to be loyal to me and not go against these things that I've told you, then it's good. If not, I will abandon your flesh like the wild deer, like the deers in the field, meaning that anybody could take them and kill them. So I'll make you like Hefkarash, he says. If you live in Eretz Yisrael, show you beloved, and if you live without sin, that the neighbor should not say, Chalisi, I am sick. The nation that lives, I'm sick by this because the people who live there are considered that they are forgiven for all their sins. So if you live in Eretz Yisrael, even though you're even though you've sinned, your sins are forgiven. We learn that speaking about people who are literally sick, people literally sick. Though you're sick, then you are forgiven. You're sick, and you live in Eretz Yisrael, then you are forgiven, but not stop. Whoever's buried in Israel, you know, for traditionally Jews have always wanted to be buried here. Whoever's buried in Israel, kilu kavat as if you're buried underneath the mizbeach, the altar in the base of Yisrael. It says mizbeach adama tazali. In Yisrael, it says mizbeach adama, an altar made out of earth, meaning it's stone and earth. Tazali, make it for me. We're talking about the mizbeach adama, the mizbeach achitzon, mizbeach is called the mizbeach ola, where most of the kabbalists were brought, not the inner mizbeach that was really a, a utensil made out of gold, um, but rather it's mizbeach adam tazali, make it adam mikzivasam. It says when they were killed, it says and his earth will atone for him. So again, 
the the adama that you're buried underneath there, but chiperad maso when you're buried will be like the mizbeach adama. It's like you're underneath the altar. Ula Ula used to visit Eretz Yisrael from Babel. Unfortunately, he passed away while he was still in Babel, uh, when he wasn't in Israel. Also, they came. Rav Lazar said he quoted the pasuk in Amos. Amar, he says, Antula, you Ula, Aladama, Tamea, Tamos, you should die on a on a in a uh, on a defiled land. In other words, you weren't. Even though he visited Israel often, but unfortunately, you died in a in a uh, defiled land. He quoted that pasuk about him. Amrlo, then they told Rav Lazar, Aronaba. Ever see those signs when uh, somebody they bring a dead body from Chutzlar? Uh, you know, to be buried here. They have those big pashkavilis that say Aronaba. His you know, his Aron, his casket has arrived. Okay, fine. Uh, Eretz Yisrael absorbed him, but there's no comparison of absorbing him during his lifetime, meaning that his neshama went out here in Israel rather than uh, than uh, absorbing him after death, that he came, you know, on a plane and a casket. A man lived in Israel. And his Yavama, his brother died in Bechazai. That's in a, in a town in uh, Baba, let's say. And uh, his brother died there and he had a case of Yavama, right? His sister, his brother died without children. Case of Yavama. Should I be, should I go there to uh, be Yavama, her, meaning to, to live with his, his, his sister-in-law live there. Should I go there uh, to uh, to live there to be Yavama? Amalei. Your, your brother, his brother married a shiksa, meaning she's not a shiksa, but she's called a shiksa because they lived in Chutzlars, right? Umais and died. Blessed be God who's killed him for living in Chutzlars. You're going to go afterwards? So obviously, he must have arranged to do chalitza or something like that. I mean, he had to go there temporarily, or maybe she had to come here, but don't go down there and live with her. Just like you're not supposed to leave Israel to move to Babel, because Babel has a higher Kedusha than other lands because of all the Torah that's spread there. Even from Padisa to Beikuvi, from Padisa, which is a Makam Torah, had yeshivas there, you shouldn't go there. And here Rashi says here, Lagursham. Rashi uses that Lashon Lagursham to live there, not just to, we're not talking about a visit. Talking about to live there, you shouldn't go to live there. A man did go from Pompadisa to Bekuvi to, to, to live there. Shamsei Rab Yosef, and Rab Yosef uh, excommunicated him, put him in Cheyron for that. Man went from Pompadisa to, sounds like Estonia, but we're not talking about really the Estonia of today. It's probably someplace near uh, near uh, near Pompadisa in Bubble. Shachavi died. Amar Eboy, had this guy wanted to live, he could have lived. In other words, he shouldn't have left the Makam Torah to go to a Makam to move to a place that didn't have Torah. Even the fittest ones in Babel, Eretz Yisrael Kaltasan, Eretz Yisrael absorbs them. Sharon Shabbosharatos, the fit people of other lands, Babel Kaltasan, Babel absorbs them. Again, Babel has a higher degree of pollution than the other lands. Lamai. So, what are we speaking about? Babel, uh, just like Eretz Yisrael absorbs the fit ones. Uh, in Babel, uh, Babel absorbs the fit ones uh, of other lands. So what are we speaking about? Elaine Malielson, are we speaking about for lineage? In other words, if you're talking about making a shidduch, that if you're in Babel, uh, you can marry somebody in Israel. And if you're in, uh, if you're outside of Babel, you can marry somebody in Babel. Bamar March is the way around. Even though Eretz Yisrael has a greater kedusha, but, uh, but Babel is considered to be more pure because 
the best Jews did live in Babel at that time. All the um, all the uh, lands are considered like dough. Dough is a mixture. You can't see what's in it. You can't see what's in it. If you have pure, if you have pure uh, uh, flour, so you see it's pure flour. But dough is a mixture. So all the lands are considered a mixture, meaning the yichus is not clean. They're not. We don't know what their, uh, you know, what their lineage is. Where their pedigree is not so pure. Kolaretz is Israel is considered as all, all the other lands are considered like dough compared to Israel. But Eretz Israel Israel Bavel. But Bavel is even a higher degree of lineage because the best Jews were there, the purest Jews were there, and Eretz Israel is considered dough for compared to Bavel. So if you're talking about lineage. Lineage uh, bubble is on a higher degree than Eretz Yisrael because the people live there. Elling in Kfura, for Kfura. In other words, if they were in Bavel, they wanted to be buried in Israel, they would come to Israel. If they were outside of Bavel, further away, it's fine, they would bring them to Bavel. Just like today, people come to be buried in Israel, and for thousands of years, they wanted to be buried in Israel if they lived nearby. The same way, people who live further away in uh, from Bavel, further away from Eretz Yisrael, they could be buried in Bavel. That was also considered a uh, something to... Uh, uh, you know, to to uh, try for, to try to live in, uh, in uh, to try to be buried, at least in Babel. If you couldn't be buried in Israel, at least be buried in Babel. If you live in Babel, it's as if you live in Israel. Whoa, Zion, Himalti, escape. Yosheves Bas Babel, right? Yosheves Bas Babel, so it compares Babel to Tzion. Babel, lo chazi, Bavel is also in high measure. You will not see the, the birth pangs of the Messiah. And that's when the difficulty will come before the Messiah's time, there are going to be difficult times in the world. Bavel won't have to see that. Targuma, but he explained that that doesn't mean the Bavel that we know, Babylonia, uh, Iraq today, or whatever, but rather Targuma Ahutzel de Binyamin. There is a place in Binyamin, in Eretz Israel, called Hutzel, which is also a correlate. That's also called Bavel. In other words, you know, just like you have, uh, you know, places all over the world are called Jerusalem and Jericho and things like that. So in Eretz Yisrael, there was a city called Babel. So when we say over here uh, the, uh, that, that Babel will be safe and Shavu Mashiach doesn't mean the country of Babel. It could be the Babel in Eretz Yisrael. The Korola, they call it carnage ships, so they call it the corner of safety. There'll be a corner, there'll be a safety part in Eretz Yisrael that will not be subject to the Shavu Mashiach. Omar Rabbalazar. Mesim Shabuchutzlaris Enum Chaim. The people who die in Chutzlaritz, they will not be resurrected. That's what Rabbi Lazar said. Shemit says, I will give my glory in the land of the living. The land that I desire, Eretz Yisrael, there the, 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 the dead will be resurrected. The area that I don't desire, they will not be resurrected there. Better to be in Israel, guys. Masiv, Rabbi Marmamo, Pasuk Ramah says, "What do you mean?" It says, "Yichyu meisecha, your 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 dead ones will be will be resurrected. Nivlasi yukumen, and my dead bodies will also rise up. My love doesn't that mean yichyu meisecha, meisim shiraitz Israel? The first part of the pasuk is speaking about the dead ones in Israel. Nivlasi yukumen, my my dead bodies will rise up. That's meishim shibuchutzlarz. So refers so Rav Ramah said, no, even the ones in chutzlarz will also." Be resurrected. What do I mean by that? I will give my glory in the, only in the land of the living. I'm going to bring on the Jews, Malka, a king, the Kolo that's going to be as swift 
as a deer. That's what it means to be literally a deer. It can mean glory and something nice. And I desire could also mean literally a deer. That's what it's speaking about. That's what Rabbi Mamamal said. So he disagreed with Blazer. Blazer said the Mason and Chutzlaharetz will not be resurrected. Rabbi Mamal says, no, I got a post to say that they will. Omelay, Rebbe Mikro Acharad Nidorish. So he said to him, so he said to him, no, I darshan a different pasuk. It says, no sin shamal amaleha rechamba. I give a neshama, meaning I give a new soul to the people who live there. La amaleha ruach lehochamba, the ones who walk there. I've so so that's what uh, that's what um, Rabbi Lazar answered. Rabbi Abramamol, uh, the the ones in Chutzlas will not live because I got a post. No sin shalom. Only the, the nation that's on the land they will be resurrected, not the other ones. What does he do with that pasuk? It says that. My dead bodies will rise up, mashma. That it's not the same as yichyu meisecha. Speaking about even the miscarriages, the babies that didn't make it, they will also rise up. But only those in Eretz Yisrael. What is Rav Mamel who says even the Mason Chutzos will also be resurrected? Of course, you know, it hasn't happened yet, so we don't know what, who's right. Rav Mamel, high nos in my What does he do with nos in Mashma only the ones in Israel will be. Resurrected. Even a, a, a woman who's not a full Jew, she's a shifra She's a she's a uh, a a maid servant who's only a partial Jew. Also, she will also be granted a share in the next world. That's what he means. No to the nation on it. Which I'm speaking. Of course, what did, what did the, uh, I'm going to say? You, you wait here with the chamor. Chamor is a, a nation which is like donkeys. And I was referring to the Goyim. So that's what he means over here, that even a Goyim in Eretz Yisrael, even a Shifra Kananis, a partial Jew, will also be resurrected. That's what he uses that Russia for, because he says that uh, that uh, the, the uh, Jews in Chutzlaretz will also be resurrected. And Amaleh uses for this Russia. What does he do with the that lushan of a spirit to the ones who walk in Israel. For this Russian, not to say that only the Jew, only the Jews in Israel will be resurrected, because of our Mama says even the Jews in Chutzos will also be resurrected. Lamaleh means even the Knanim, a Shifra Knas will also be resurrected, or an Ebed Knani, the same thing. Uh, and what is Ruach Alchaba meaning? Whoever walks four Amos in Eretz Yisrael, famous line, Kolamalach Avraham says, if you walk four Amos in Eretz Yisrael, Muftachlo Shibonavo will also is 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 assured of being of having a share in the next world. Ule Rabbi Lazar, Tzadikim Cholzai Nechaim. Understand Rabbi Lazar, who said he disagrees with Rabbi Mamre. Rabbi Lazar started by saying that the dead ones in Chutzlach will not be resurrected. Even Tzadikim, Tzadikim Cholzai Nechaim, they are not going to be resurrected under law. They will be resurrected. Even he holds that the Jews will be resurrected, but they will have to be rolled in. Their bodies will roll up to Eretz, will roll up to Eretz Israel, and then they will they will sprout forth there. So Maskel Rab Abba Sala, that was his name. Rabba Sala Rabba. It was Sala Rabba, that was his name. Gilgul at Sadiqim Saru. Why should they have to suffer? You say that they will, even the, the tzaddikim chutzars will also be resurrected, but they'll have to roll into Eretz Yisrael. Won't that be painful for their bodies to roll all the way to Yisrael? They will have cavities in the ground. They will they will rise up in chutzlaretz. They will rise, they will be resurrected in chutzlaretz, and they'll walk through the cavities, come to Eretz Yisrael, and in Eretz Yisrael, they will sprite up from the earth. Yeah, it couldn't take a plane. Yeah, maybe today they will. 
and carry me up from Mitzrayim, right? What Yaakov said, you'll carry me up from Mitzrayim, Ukfartan before some, and bury me in my in the uh, uh, in the uh, sepulchers and the, uh, the graveyards of my of my ancestors. Amar Karna, Karna explained the Varm There's two hidden things over here. When Yaakov said that. <coughs> Why did he command his kids to bring him back to Eretz Israel? Yaakov Avinu, Yaakov knew that he was a <coughs> he was a complete righteous person. <coughs> and if, according to everybody, now we're saying even Rabbi Lazar said will also be resurrected with Sadiqim. Why did he uh, Why did he uh, uh, bother his uh, sons to carry him back up? He would be resurrected in Egypt, and he'll. We come back to Israel that way. Maybe he's afraid that he may be, even though he's exotic, maybe he won't be so fit to these cavities and his body will have to suffer rolling all the way underground uh, from Mitzrayim to Eretz Israel. He also a similar thing. So Yosef, his son, also uh, died in Mitzrayim and he caused, and he, uh, he um, uh, found his, uh, his brothers uh, with a shua saying that they should be, carry him up. Amr Abchanina, Varm Shabagav, again, here of Hanina said it, not Karna. Hidden things are Yodea Yosef Atzma. Yosef himself knew about himself, Shitzadik Omer, that he was a complete Sadik. If they're going to live, why did he bother his brothers to schlep him back up? Abraham was par, so they have to schlep him all the way from Egypt back to Israel. Because he was afraid maybe he won't be Zoha to these cavities, these underground cavities, and he'll have to suffer, his body will have to suffer uh, being brought back to Israel uh, to be resurrected. Rabba's brothers lived in uh, Eretz Israel, and his brothers were trying to encourage him to make Aliyah, even before they had Nefesh Benefesh. Uh, uh, they, they spoke, they told Rabba, they said, uh, you, know, you know, this is what they, they said. Yaakov knew that he was a tzaddik, and yet, yet, he said that he wanted to be brought back to Israel so that he shouldn't have to suffer. So what are you living in Chutzlaretz for? Even if you're a good guy, Rabba, you know, you don't, even Yaakov said, you know, he didn't want to be, he didn't want to stay in, in Egypt. He was afraid of the suffering. So why don't you come move in with us? Uh, and also a story, Ilfa Mosef, they, Ilfa said that they added another story that to encourage him to make Aliyah. There was a man who wanted to marry a woman who lived in Chutzlaretz. He was, he was in love with her. The biggest he wanted to uh, leave Eretz Shal to marry her. Kivin Shama. Kazos, once he heard this business about if you die in Chutzlaretz, uh, you know, either you might be resurrected, and even if you do, it'll be suffering. Gilgul Ba'atzmo, he resigned himself, you know, he, he held himself uh, up and he, he, he pained himself, and he didn't go to marry her and he stayed single his whole life. They said to, again, they said to Rabbi, even though you're a great Talmud Chacham, there you're learning the by yourself. Why, if you learn from your from a master, from a great rabbi, you should come up to Israel. In other words, come up to Israel for a number of reasons. Number one, you don't want to die in Chutzlaretz. Number two, it's not uh, you know that it's uh, suffering in Chutzlaretz, and uh, you could learn here. So I'm talking about Ein Lacharav. You don't have a Rav here, maybe to learn in Eretz Israel. You're better off learning Eretz Israel. Maybe you don't have a Rav. Yesh Lacharav. There's a great rabbi, Man Rabbi Yochum. Yochum was the Maradas in Eretz Israel. The Neinat Ola. But if you don't come up. If you're not going to listen to us, at least be careful with these three things. He's Be careful with these three things. Don't sit too much. If you sit too much, that's bad for your gastrointestinal system. Don't stand too much. I mean, that's difficult for the heart. Don't walk too much. That's bad for your eyes. 
spend a third of your life sitting, a third standing, and a third walking. If sitting doesn't have, if you don't have like a backrest or something to lean on, Amida nochem, man, it's better to stand. Why do you say it's better to stand? That's bad for the heart. Ella, yeshiva she'en basmicha, if, if you're sitting and that doesn't have any support to it, in other words, even though it's not good to do anything, you know, too much of anything is not good, but it, but rather than sit without support, it's better stand with support. And they also said the following three th- the following thing. These three great rabbis, they said one thing. The halacha is like a beauty when it comes to pardos. What do I mean? What's a, pra, a, 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 par, what's a, a parad? Is a mule. A mule is a combination of a horse and a mule. Uh, a horse and a donkey, rather. A horse and a donkey. Sometimes it could be the male donkey with the female, uh, with the female um, uh, horse, or the other way around. Now the shaila is: Let's say you have a mule who's in heat, right? If you if you have a mule in heat, who do you mate it with? You might say you mate it with a horse or with a donkey because it's really one of its, you know, one of its parents. But that's a shaila. In other words, if you know that the so Rashi explains that the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda that you can't mate it with either one of them. Why? Because rechoshin lezera'av. By an animal, you're concerned with the father. Like, for example, if you know that the mule's mother was a horse, so you just look at the, the machlokas, right? One says, if you know that the mule's mother is a horse, you can mate the mule with a horse, right? Because it's considered a horse. And if you know the, the mule's mother was a donkey, you can mate it with a donkey. Rabbi Yudas says, no. Uh, if it's, since the mule has both uh, horse and donkey blood in it, you can't mate it with either one because that would be that would be kalayim. That would be uh, a mixture, that you, a forbidden mixture. Therefore, he said that uh, Rabbi Yudah said that you could only mate it with another mule. The time of Yudomer Prada Shetava, if a Prada, a, a, a mule that was in heat, you don't mate it with a horse or with a donkey. Elamina, its own species, a mule, which of course. To get a mule, yeah, something's going to be over anyway. But they even, you know, had this, but once it's done, it's done. As you got a mule already, you can only mate it with another mule. I think, you know, they can't have children anyway. What? Right, they're sterile, but they still want. They still could be in heat. They still want to have beer. But they won't have. They, they won't have children. No, they won't have children. No, no, they won't have children. So what? No, we're talking about if you have a mule that's in heat. A mule is anxious to to mate with another animal. He can't have children, but he wants to mate. You can only mate it with another mule, not with a donkey or with a horse. Even if the even if you know that the mother was a donkey or horse, you can't mate it. Uh, so who are these three? He said Yitzchak, Shimon, and Oshia. They all said that you cannot mate a mule with a donkey or with a horse. It's got to be only with another mule. Who are these three rabbis? When he says Yitzchak, that's the famous Rabbi Yitzchak the Smith. Shimon, Shimon ben Pazi. Some say it's Rishlakish, whose name is also Shimon. Oshia, who's Oshia, is that Raboshia Baribi? That was Raboshia, that's the Oshia he's referring to. Amar Belazar. Amir Ratzos Einer Chaim. Also, not only we talked about, we talked about the, only the Jews in Israel or even the Jews in Chutzlaretz will also be resurrected according to the Zemachlok is about that, but everybody says if they're tzaddikim, they will be resurrected, but they'll have to suffer uh, the trip to Israel if they didn't put them on a plane, right? And, uh, but he says also, Amaratzim, who don't learn Torah, will also not be resurrected. Shemar. Mason Bal they die, they won't live. Who's that referring to? Uh, referring to Amaratsam, Tainami Yahi Mason Bal Yahu, Yahalakoim. I think everybody, Tamalum Reform, only the ones who were lax by the ones who were lax. The Marpa Atzma Dibri Torah, one who is lax, soft, meaning doesn't learn Torah custom the Dabr. 
doesn't mean not it doesn't mean by Yishim, nobody will be resurrected. It means the ones who are lacking Torah, they will not be resurrected. Not nice to say that. Not nice to say just because they do learn Torah that they're that they uh that they won't be resurrected. Uh like their their master, meaning God, doesn't like it to say that way. The pasuk it says that the mason are reformed by Yakumu, that the the ones who are lax, not lax that they just didn't learn Torah, but they're so lax that they worship Avodazar. They do Avodazar. But I got another pasuk that tells me that if they don't learn Torah, they also will not be resurrected. The siv kital Your due is the due of light. The eretz reform tapio, but the ones who are lax. They will be pushed down to the ground. Okay. If you learn Torah, right, like that's the Tal Orosarecha, the dew of light is your dew, right? If you learn Torah or Torah or Torah will resurrect and will make him live. If you don't learn Torah, Torah will not make him live. So if you don't live, if you don't learn Torah, you also not be resurrected. Keeping the Chazik to come and star. But once he saw that Rabbi Yochanan was upset by that, because Rabbi Yochanan said, don't say just because they're not learned that they will not be resurrected. I did find a way for them to be resurrected. You're right. Even though they are not learned, I found a, a, a remedy for them in our Torah that says, if you cleave to God, you will all live. You will be resurrected too, as long as you cleave to God. Can you cleave to the Holy Spirit? Hashem is a fire. You can't cleave to fire. You'll get burned. What means this? If you marry off your daughter to a Tamil meaning that you support the Tamil or you do business with Tamil so he should be able to learn. You, uh, you, you, do, you run some business for him. You, you support him in some way. Or you give pleasure to from your assets. It's as if you cleave to God. And therefore, you will be resurrected. He also a similar thing. We have the same drasha by a different pasuk. Atomer pasuk is lahavas shemolkecha uledafkavo. It says we say it's in shmar lahavas shemolkecha uledafkavo. It's not in shmar, but it's pasuk in bar lahavas shemolkecha uledafkavo. I think it's in itzavim that you're supposed to love God and cleave to him. If you actually love him and love the can you cleave to the shchina? Right? How could you cleave to the shchina? Ella, you're going to have burned. Ella kolamesi bitol tamachach. You marry your daughter to a tamachach, meaning you support her. But also prakmatam. I mean, you do business for a tamachach. But manatam bichom merachasav, and you give him pleasure from your ass. It's malavkasav kilo melavik shritz. As if you cleave to, to the Holy Spirit. Amar kia bar Yosef. Asidin sadikim shemispatzav olim yishlaim. When they when they when they're resurrected, they will they will break out. They will they will sprout out from uh, from the earth in Yerushalayim. Shnemar vayatzitzu meir kaisav. They will sprout up. They will break forth from from the city like grass. The ace of Aretz, the Ein Ir Which city will that be? They'll all come to Shemar. But Ganosi Elair Hazos, and I will protect this city. Let's hope they all don't rise up in remote and look for a lodging here. But you know they'll rise up somewhere, probably close to the city, right? Uh, when the Tzadikim will rise up from the dead. They will rise up in their clothing. from a kernel of wheat. When you bury a chita, when you bury a vimin, when you plant a wheat seed, it's it's it's, it's just a seed. It's it's naked. But when it grows forth, when, when the wheat grows from the seed, it comes up with several layers of clothing. Right? It's all covered up. You don't see the seed itself. 
Tzadikim Shemim Tzadikim were buried in shrouds. Certainly, they will come up clothed. Eventually, Eretz Yisrael is going to be so, as we see, beginning already now, right? A hundred years ago, nothing grew here. Eventually, Eretz Yisrael will grow cakes and and uh, silk clothing will come out of the earth. Computer chips, Computer chips right? Because uh, the Pasuk says, says, What does that mean? There will be a rich grain field in the land. And Rashi explains that Pisas over here has two Lashonos, right? What does that mean? Rashi says that Pisas is a Lashon of uh, Darush Pisas Bar, Lashon Pisas Hayad, right? Pisas Bar meaning Lashon Pisas Hayad, like a hand that's big and wide. You don't find, you don't find a, 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 seed, a wheat seed as wide as your hand, but it means like a, a cake. Like cakes will just grow right out. It'll, it'll like bread and uh, loaves of bread and cakes will will grow right out of the ground. Possibly it's already already baked, already ready to eat. But it's like a clothing. So clothing and 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 cakes and and loaves etc. Ready to eat food will grow right out of the ground. Eventually you plant wheat. And it'll grow as high as a tree, as high as, as a palm tree. But it'll go high up on, on the mountains. It'll be as high as the mountains. The Shema Tomer, maybe you'll say, yes, it'll be very difficult to harvest it. Its fruits will rustle like Lebanon. Maybe Ruach Hashem will bring a wind uh, from his storehouse. And it'll, make, it'll blow on this on this uh, great wheat tree, umashra asilta, and it will loosen its flower. Bottom yotze lasar person will go out to the field who maybe mole pisas yado, and he'll bring a, a a handful of wheat. Right, just go right out there and just bring it right out. I mean, then on, from there, panasasa will enough. Uh, he'll have enough uh, sustenance for himself, panasasanjibesim for his whole family. Just from there, and it'll, it'll just grow out of the ground like a tree. And it'll it'll will bring a wind. It'll shake it. You won't even have to harvest it. Just put your hand down, and you'll have enough wheat there for the whole family. Im of kloyos chita. The pasuk says with kidney fat of wheat. Chel of kloyos with the kidney fat of wheat. What does it mean? Amr chita. You'll eventually have wheat. A one wheat kernel will be the size of two kidneys of a shore of an ox. You know, two big kidneys. Shoshar godol from a large a large ox. Balti Taman, you might say, how could that be? Shere Shua, we found here, we were a fox, Kinan Balevas, a fox nested in a turnip, and after he nested in it, presumably ate from it, then they weighed the turnip, and they found 60 liters by the Siporan literature. In other words, sometimes you do have tremendously large fruits and vegetables. Tanya Marvyo said, there was a story in Sikhan uh, that place. A father left him over three stems of mustard of a, from a mustard bush or mustard tree. One of them split open. They found nine measures of mustard. The eights of, and with, its, with the wood alone from, this, from these uh, twigs, they, they, they used, there was enough wood there to cover over, to make for a, a potter's hut. In other words, uh, just from a small tree that eventually things will be so abundant and they will be so uh, big and large and, and sustainable. Amr of Shimon ben Tachlifa, our father left us over a cabbage stalk. 
but you know, it was so big, but you know, all of the other Muslim, we needed a, a ladder to go up and down. It was so big, this calf was stuck. Plus it says, Vedam Einav Tishta, and he will drink the blood of the grape. Chomer will drink from the, the blood of the grape, he will drink foaming wine. What does it mean? Amru, local will not be like this world. There's a lot of pain. You have to harvest the grapes, and tread upon them. The next world, maybe another achas, you will bring like one grape or one cluster of grapes per car in a wagon or a spina or in a, in a ship. Uh, what is it? What's the word? It's, it's, my mind is scratched out here. Bezavis Beso, but in the corner of his house. Uh, and, and they will be able to supply from there like a large uh, cask of wine. It's up and it's wood, the wood from that uh, stalk of grapes. Uh, there'll be enough use for, for cooking for fuel under the you know, for fuel in the in the, uh, in the on the oven. No grape that has less than 30 gaviyam and 30 like liters of wine. And the from the blood of the grape, meaning the redness of the grape, you will drink foaming wine. Chomer is foaming wine. Chomer is 30 saw, is a measure of 30 saw. So from each grape, you'll have so much wine. It's miraculous how big these will be and how abundant they'll be. When Abdimi came from Amr, it says, Osri Legef and Iro, he will tie to a vine his young animal, his foal. What does it mean? There will be no vine in Israel. Each vine will need a whole city of people to harvest it. That's what it means. Also, like an ero. Ero means his foal, but the drushit is it, you'll need a whole city to harvest the, the uh, each vine. And for a, a, a wild tree, Bnei Asona will tie his also his young animal, his, his young donkey. There will be no wild tree in Israel. will not give off a, a load that two donkeys need to carry. Notice, even a even a tree that doesn't give a lot of fruits will give off a tremendous load. Maybe he'll say there was no wine there. He washes his clothes in wine. Maybe he'll say it's not red wine. Dam is blood, like the blood of the grape, meaning it'll be red. The grapes will give off red wine. You say it won't intoxicate. It's not strong wine. Suso is like inciting. In his own sight, it'll excite you. It'll be intoxicating. Maybe you'll say it won't have much taste. The wine will be uh, will be will be very tasty. Or what does that mean? My 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 eyes will turn red. Chachli means they'll turn red from the wine. Every palate that touch, that tastes it, Omer Li Li will say more more. I want more. Give it to me. Give it to me. Meaning it will be very tasty. Maybe that's only good for young people. But it's not good for older people. Will and the whiteness of teeth from the from milk. I'll take a leben shinaim. Don't say for the leben uh, shinaim, the white of the teeth. Ella leben shanim. It'll be good for a person of many years, even for old people. Mike said one more line. What, what's the simple shot of the pasuk when it says leben shinaim michalav? He also being a famous nice rasha. Amar 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 Kesherol Pekshvachu. Hashem said before God, Rebbeinu Shalom, Ramez beinayim. Please give us a wink with your eyes. Beinecha Ramez beinecha. The basim which are which is sweet for us. The uh, is sweeter than wine. And show us your teeth. You know, smile to us. The basim which is sweeter than milk. 
Better is a person who smiles, you know, show your teeth to your friend by smiling. Yosim Meshkev is better than even giving wine. I'll take a Ben Shinaim. Don't say Ben Shinaim, the whiteness of teeth. The whiteness of the teeth, not the Ben Shinaim, not the person with teeth, but the Libun Shinaim. If you show somebody the white of your teeth, meaning you smile to them, that's better than giving them uh, than giving them a drink of milk. Okay, we'll pick it up from Rafia. We're what eight lines from the bottom page. We'll pick it up here tomorrow. It's Shem and make the same as Rat Hashem. Have a good day, everybody. Chodesh Tov. Don't don't no talis and fill in for another minute and a half.